it's very important to be in the present and be in the moment not constantly think and worry about the future and the past you know a routine basically can be even getting a good quality sleep of 7 to 8 hours at night you know because if you get good sleep your hormones will be in check hello and welcome to dr vedya's heal at home this is your podcast for everything health nutrition fitness yoga ayurveda and much more Hi Karina how are you Hi how are you Abhin I'm good I'm good how are you doing I hope you're uh, safe and you're taking care Yes I am I am safe I'm taking care I think we all have kind of acclimated to this new norm of yeah. you know in in kind of you know just finding our own little you know our comfort zones so That's I me. think yeah I mean it's uh, it's been quite a journey like this whole lockdown but sure, sure. Uh, and it's uh, it's a really good time to kind of turn turn it inwards and kind of look at your inner health you know yeah How so things uh, with you? a good good i'm uh, actually back to my hometown i flew down from bombay a few weeks ago and uh, things are pretty uh, chill here uh, comparatively from bombay so yeah i'm glad to be back home uh, i want to know your journey uh, of starting the wellness project what it is uh, what is it about and uh, also about did i eat that what uh, that is about and what do you do in the organization yeah. right so uh, just to get started you know i'm a clinical nutritionist and uh, i actually did my bachelor's in science from uh, you know uh, boston university in the us so i studied biochemistry and molecular biology uh, after which i came back to mumbai and i studied you know uh, clinical nutrition and dietetics So I did my masters from SNDT University in Bombay, and uh, then I had, you know, I, I I got to work under some really good uh, dietitians and doctors at uh, hospitals such as, you know, Khar Hinduja, um, as well as Guru Nanak Hospital, uh, and then I have been practicing, you know, by myself since then. So it's basically been, you know, did I that is actually my venture, you know, it's my private practice, and uh, it's my take on the word diet. So D I E T actually stands for Did I eat that? You know the word diet oh. is actually yeah. So it's interesting. You know it's kind of my spin off on the word. Um, it's because a lot of people use the word diet very loosely. You know, so yeah. uh, I why not add some spunk to the word diet? And uh, more so because you know people also I feel don't put much of thought when they eat something. So I feel did I eat that is kind of like a question that you like you know one should ask themselves before they consume something you know. Sure. And uh, coming to wellness project, uh, it's kind of uh, at a very nascent stage right now, but uh, wellness project is essentially is you know a platform for health professionals to network and uh, more so you know kind of combine and look at health in a more holistic fashion. so combining the mental physical spiritual and emotional aspect of health and to look at health in a more holistic perspective okay that's great that's great so um i think we were uh, discussing the, the last we spoke we both agreed on the fact that okay yeah so uh, everyone's talking about since uh, this uh, pandemic broke down everyone's talking about immunity everyone's talking about how to keep yourself healthy but there are very few people who are actually talking about mental health and right. i think we both agreed on the fact that uh, that should be something that we should actually speak about 
that's a True. less popular uh, topic and uh, right now with everything that has been going on in the bollywood industry as well suddenly people are starting to speak about mental health so uh, we're going to talk about mental health first of all i want to ask you that how important it is to uh, keep the mental health a priority during this pandemic right no it's definitely you know uh, i mean it's easier said than done you know we say that be be positive you know uh, stay healthy you know uh, you should avoid negative thoughts i think uh, you know because we have so many things happening at the same time you know it's not just us under lockdown there's you know literally like so much uncertainty with this whole condition so i guess there is, there are stress levels that have increased there is anxiety you know a lot of people have lost their jobs people are having pay cuts you know uh, people are losing their loved ones and uh, the whole you know uh, the possibility of meeting your loved ones also has reduced you know you do you don't know when you might meet somebody like a friend or a family member so i think there is there is definitely more stress more anxiety that has definitely increased you know during the coronavirus epidemic but uh, i personally feel that you know since we are under lockdown uh, people have started to you know eat and overeat a lot you know because there's no other kind of uh, reward or no other way of kind of you know finding an outlet to vent your feelings so i feel people are using uh, food as a coping mechanism to deal with their stress or their anxiety you know because there's no other outlet you know today if i if i'm stressed and i want to go to the gym and exercise gyms are shut right there's only so much i can do in the confines of my four walls of my house uh more so if somebody wants to go out and meet a friend you know you can't go and meet your loved ones so there's only so much you can do in the limited capacity that we have so i guess people are turning to food as you know um like an outlet to vent out their feelings so that's definitely a common phenomena so what exactly is uh, binge eating stress eating what does uh, like what happens to one's body that provokes uh, stress eating and uh, what are its effects on the body do they have like short term effects or long term effects or both what are the implications of stress eating right so you know stress eating is actually defined as eating uh, comfort foods so eating foods that are going to make you feel better and you have to eat in response to either positive or negative feelings so you aren't essentially eating because you're truly hungry it's not your body or your brain signaling you that you're hungry but it's basically your body telling you that okay i'm feeling bad i'm feeling good and i need to eat food so you're eating in response to feelings you're not eating in response to true hunger so i think it's very important to distinguish the two which is basically true hunger and emotional hunger they're very different you know so uh, that's what's happening and what's happening with stress eating is that you know people usually are turning to comfort foods what we may call as junk foods you know and uh, there was a very interesting experiment that was actually done in which you know um, there were a, a group of people that were given two kinds of foods okay they were given a healthier option like an apple and they were given a chocolate so people tend to pick when they're stressed they're picking the more you know the, the mithai or you know the junk food the comfort food so basically they actually tested these these people out and they saw that in their brain okay the functional mri was done of their brain and they saw that the emotional center was activated so when you're stressed or when you're feeling anxious the emotional center in your brain which is called the amygdala is activated so you are making decisions based on emotions and not using your rationale okay 
and as opposed to when you're happy or you're motivated your rational part of your brain you know which we call the prefrontal cortex of our brain is activated so when that's activated you're thinking long term you are thinking in a very rational fashion so you're picking up the more healthy options automatically so it's actually a very deep rooted science you know the our actions are you know kind of uh, deep rooted in the way our neurochemical uh, brain you know functions so this is all of this is uh, you say it's psychological or it's science based or it totally depends on person to person or it's just it's a theory or it does this actually happen no so it's actually uh, if you go to see like mama you know a uh, evolutionary perspective if you go you know go back in time and you see our ancestors you know we used to eat when when there was a danger in front of us okay so for instance suppose today there's a fire right so your instant reaction will be what to move away right you will try and your fight or flight response will come into play and you will try and move away from the danger right so similarly when we're stressed out now think of our internal stressor right when we're stressed out our body is utilizing energy so our energy reserves have gotten depleted so to replace that energy the body starts giving you signals that we need more we need more food and the food comes in the form of instant carbohydrates because carbohydrates are known to give quick energy so as opposed to protein and fat which are macronutrients our carbs which are simple sugars right they are broken down very fast so the body gives you a signal that i want instant energy to cope with that stress so basically we are wired that way even if you see like if you go back in time and you see you know our ancestors our hunter gatherers used to go days and days without food they had to actually go hunting and scavenging for food right so as opposed to right now we have easy availability of food so our brains haven't really caught up with that shift so we yet feel that we need to have sugars we need to have fatty foods so that we can have those reserves when we are in a stressful situation that's why I, our body has adapted you know that we have to have to have sweet things so we have to have glucose in the form of instant carbs so that we get that instant you know energy burst so let's say let's it's a hypothetical situation i'm really stressed out i have this adrenaline rush in me and i want to eat something what would what do you suggest that i do at that point when i'm craving sugar all i want is a chocolate in my hand what do you what do you say that i should do at that instance right so i mean you know there are multiple healthier swaps that you can definitely pick but i feel the first thing when a person is stressed out is to be aware of your feelings to acknowledge your feelings because the minute you are aware that you're stressed out and you're you're acknowledging that okay this is what's causing me the stress automatically you will try and look for other means to cope with that stress you will not look at food as the first option right so more often we are suppressing our feelings or emotions because we feel that food will definitely be a handy thing to just eat and cope with so instead of looking at food options look at other healthier alternatives you know when we are stressed out try and communicate try and talk if you don't want to talk journal your thoughts you know if you don't want to journal your thoughts you can definitely do some deep breathing techniques you know just try and do simple pranayam also you know just deep breathing in and out inhale exhale that way you are tuning in with your senses you are trying to calm down and ground yourself for 
फाइव मिनट्स सो दैट यू नो दैट बिफोर पिकिंग दैट चॉकलेट और दैट मिठाई यू आर मेकिंग द राइट डिसीजन और नॉट बिकॉज इट्स इट्स अबाउट इट्स अ माइंड गेम ओके यू हैव टू टेल योर सेल्फ दैट आई एम पिकिंग दिस फूड आइटम फॉर रीजन नॉट जस्ट बिकॉज आई एम स्ट्रेस्ड and sometimes you know we kind of beat ourselves up you know what ends up happening is we have that mithai we have that chocolate and afterwards we feel guilty so it's a vicious cycle you know you don't want to feel guilty after you rather have a little bit of that chocolate or that mithai and then you kind of curb your stress levels and then you feel okay you know i have satiated myself and now i don't need to go and pick the other the next chocolate or the next mithai the most important thing is that you have to be in tune with your senses because when we're stressed out what ends up happening is that our body is literally on a switch on mode we are literally looking for ways to cope with that stress so whatever comes in front of us whether it's food sometimes you know we might uh, you know uh, you know overreact and shout at people around us or our loved ones because we are so stressed out right so we're looking at different means to cope with that stress there are many good healthy alternatives that one can use one important thing i would like to mention is our gut health you know a lot of people don't know but our stress receptors okay are located in the gut so it is very important to keep your gut health in check now there's a chemical called gaba okay which is a very important chemical when it comes to you know your gut health and your brain gut axis what this gaba does is it calms you down so it's very important that you eat probiotics which will feed off the healthy bacteria you want to eat probiotics so that your healthy bacteria in your gut are given you know are increased and that way the microbiota balance is maintained in your gut and similarly the the gut signals to your brain that you need to calm down so as i mentioned probiotics so probiotics are what buttermilk yogurt kombucha you know you can have your uh, uh kimchi your pickles you know any fermented vegetables all of these are amazing for your gut because they will directly signal your brain to calm down because the gaba chemical which is known to cause calmness in your body is increased you know one important thing i would like to mention is that people tend to have alcohol when they're stressed out you know and with alcohol what ends up happening is that it's a relaxant people think that you will get relaxed but the side effect of, of of having alcohol is the next day your cortisol levels shoot up right so literally you're having alcohol it's causing a relaxation your gaba is increasing you're getting more calm and more calm because your alcohol is known to cause increase in gaba chemicals in your body so more gaba means more calmness so temporarily you'll be calm but next day to kind of you know realign your body you know your body will produce more cortisol to cope with that kind of disalignment or dysbiosis right so it's very important that our gut health is in check the minute your gut health health is in check the healthy microbiome in your body will prob- probably probably co- cause your gaba chemicals to increase and that we will remain calm and stress okay That, that's really insightful uh, yeah. i also want to ask like what are the other nutrients that uh, we are probably neglecting during uh, this lockdown since uh, uh, you know we have we don't have much to do we're not going out so what are the other nutrients that are really important for us right now but we are probably neg- neglecting those 
Right. So one important nutrient is you know magnesium. Now it's a micronutrient, but magnesium is known to be a calming mineral. Okay, and that relaxes our muscles. So all your walnuts, almonds, any kind of nuts, even cashews and pistachios, those are really good because they are magnesium rich. All your green leafy vegetables, your spinach, your drumstick, you know, all of that is really good because it has magnesium in it. and that micronutrient is very very important to calm you down and especially during this lockdown this corona episode you know that we all are facing we all need to you know keep our nerves under check so definitely magnesium is one micronutrient you want to include in your diet and secondly having good amount of protein and fiber you know people should talk about protein all the time but protein and a good amount of fiber will leave you satiated for a longer period of time as opposed to eating only carbs if you're only eating carbs you are more peckish you feel you have those dips in insulin that those rise and fall in insulin right we don't want our insulin to be kind of like a roller coaster you want your insulin and your sugar levels to be kind of maintained throughout the day and protein and fat are two macronutrients that are very important because they are digested slowly so sugar will be released in a very slow fashion or a sustained fashion throughout the day you got it so it's very important that we have good amount of protein and fiber like a very simple example i'll give you if you start your morning with a breakfast of oats and with some chia seeds and almond almonds in it that's like a great breakfast in itself because you're not only including fiber from oats you have complex carbs you have chia seeds again which is full of dietary fiber and you have magnesium rich almonds you know that's an amazing breakfast item to start your morning with. so you want to not keep yourself hungry for too long always keep sustained energy release throughout the day have meals every 2 to 3 hours so that your body doesn't have these uh, deprivation states or starvation periods where you are leaving your body with you know less energy levels to pick up whatever comes in front of you that's actually funny because i just started my this uh, breakfast of oats uh, oats bowl almonds and bananas just recently last week i started with this daily habit but i used to skip breakfast all the time but suddenly i'm like hey. oh do it it's it's going to be better so yeah, i also I want to understand the uh, the role of a disciplined routine a disciplined eating pattern during this lockdown how does it helps us you know stay calm and you know relax for uh, uh, some time yeah Yeah, so when it comes to routine, you know, we all keep talking about keeping a balanced routine. You know, uh, start your morning. Uh, you know, should get up early, should sleep on time. But I think it's important to be in the moment. You know, we stress about all. You know, we have deadlines to meet. We have people to speak to. You know, we have so many targets and goals to achieve. It's very important to be in the present and be in the moment. not constantly think and worry about the future and the past you know a routine basically can be even getting a good quality sleep of 7 to 8 hours at night you know because if you get good sleep your hormones will be in check if you don't get good quality sleep your hormones like your ghrelin and your leptin these two hormones the ghrelin hormone which is known to be a hunger hormone and the leptin hormone which is known to be a fullness hormone which causes satiety those are disrupted so if you are not getting enough sleep your hormones that are known to give you a signal of fullness are not working properly so you will pick up anything that comes in front of you you will not know when to stop eating 
that's why people those who are low on sleep tend to overeat or tend to eat whatever comes in front of them because their hormones are disrupted so sleep is the single most important thing when it comes to you know good quality sleep again you know you should get a good quality sleep of at least 7 to 8 hours at night which is uninterrupted you know you shouldn't be getting up in the middle of the night going to the washroom again and again and people are asking us questions about caffeine and you know coffee and tea i think it's very important to stop consuming caffeine at least 2 to 3 hours before bedtime because that's going to disrupt your sleep as we all know caffeine is a stimulant right yeah. it basically causes us to be more alert so you don't want to be in that state of alertness before going to bed you want your body to to start you know uh, going into rejuvenation so stop consuming any caffeine products even your colas energy drinks your pepsis or whatever please stop them before at least 2 to 3 hours before bedtime you know and no more than one or two cups in a day of coffee or tea because those are extremely strong and they will also again disrupt your hunger hormones so you don't want to end up having too much of caffeine in the form of all of these drinks so uh, like is there a particular time that you would suggest uh, suppose someone's not getting enough sleep probably like 5 or 6 hours of sleep and naturally they woke up uh, and they're tired and the first thing that they do is have a cup of coffee do you think that's the right way to go or does that have any uh, bad effects on the body in the long term right no definitely i mean if you're waking up in the morning and you're used to that one cup of coffee there's no harm in having it it's only how often you have it one cup a day you you pick the time any time of the day you have one or two cups max of tea or coffee but you don't exceed that and you try and avoid it before bedtime there are no harmful side effects but obviously over consumption you know is going to cause a disruption in your hunger hormones your ghrelin and your leptin because of which your your body will be the, the more you're stressed out right the more you have caffeine it kind of stimulates your nerves right so as i mentioned you're constantly you know you're pushing your body to stay alert and that will have a withdrawal effect so will you will have energy dips after consuming too much caffeine that will leave you at a at a lower state in which your energy levels have dipped again and then again you have to have caffeine to bring it up so it's like a vicious cycle you know no more than two cups a day of caffeine or caffeine should be recommended okay so now uh, let's talk about mental health uh, how does uh, uh, you know stress and anxiety uh, actually hamper the daily functioning of a human being uh, if i'm stressed what is it going what what is it going to do uh, for uh, what is it going to do for me in the long run i cannot fo- focus on my work so what does that have what implications do that does that have uh, on a human being right so in the short term definitely a little bit of stress you know it makes you more alert okay when i speak about stress i mean your body is going into a fight or flight mode right you're more alert your eyes are focused you know the people those who are, have a little bit of stress their muscles are tightened right their heart rate increases so you are more alert so a little bit of stress actually increases productivity but in the long run if you have chronic stress not acute but in the long run if you have continued stress that's going to have major health implications because you are literally leaving the switch on of your body for way too long any machine think of your body as a machine right any machine that is kept on for a very long period of time it does tend to it 
efficiency decreases right similarly if our body is constantly releasing stress hormone which is cortisol yeah if we are constantly going on releasing stress hormone to cope with that stress there will be a point that your body will reach a point of saturation right it's going to harm your insulin levels because you're going to crave more and more energy and there will be a point that your cells will get exhausted and they will no longer respond to insulin levels now what does insulin do insulin basically takes all the uh, glucose from your blood stream and it puts it in the cells it stores it in your cells to be used later now when you're stressed out your body is increasing energy levels because it wants more it craves it craves more energy right but if your body is going on craving more and more energy there will reach a point that is so much glucose in your blood stream that is excess glucose and after which your cells get burned out so it will no longer respond to the hormone insulin and that leads to insulin resistance which we call metabolic syndrome and eventually diabetes so you don't want to leave your body in a in a state where you're craving too much sugar so yeah so uh, now when we're talking about uh, you know uh, depression stress and anxiety uh, a lot of people so it's not always necessary that it's clinical you know uh, it it can be non clinical it can be like uh, it happens on a very irregular basis sometimes uh, when we are really stressed out about work it happens uh, not in a very you know balanced out pattern so what can we do to actually uh, recognize that acknowledge it and uh, work towards uh, helping it curb in the long term right no it's it's definitely important to tune into your body as i mentioned you know to tune into your senses that's one very important thing to distinguish between true hunger and emotional hunger as i told you true hunger you'll get a signal and your body it will be gradual okay and emotional hunger it comes suddenly So when you're stressed out, you'll suddenly start craving food. Even after eating a well-balanced meal, you will start craving sugar. Right? So it's very important to recognize that your emotional hunger is very different. And even after eating food, when you're stressed out, you might be consuming some chocolate or some mithai or whatever comfort food like chips or whatever. But you will not stop. The signal of fullness is depleted. the signal of fullness which is our leptin hormone would signal us signals our body to stop eating that we're full right that will not be significant so you will not know when to stop eating so it's very important to distinguish that when we are actually hungry and when we are just hungry for the you know uh, because of stress or because of some emotion or negative feelings so one important thing is to be aware of your emotions second important thing is to lead probably have a active lifestyle to exercise to release feel good endorphins so your body is not left in the state of constantly thinking or overthinking right if you're keeping yourself active enough you're, you're getting enough exercise good amount of sleep you will not leave your body in a vulnerable state that you will tend to pick up unhealthy food as a coping mechanism right so definitely sleep exercise good eating habits you know planning your meals one very important thing is to plan your meals if you plan your meals in advance you will not tend to pick up foods that are unhealthy for you when you go to the supermarket to shop a simple thing like just picking up more of the healthier things and 
I'm not saying stop eating chocolate or stop eating mithai, but pick up less of less quantity of it. So if you have less in your house, you'll automatically not be able to eat it, right? And keep foods that are probably unhealthy at a you know um, maybe little away from your sight, because the more you're going to keep it in front of you or at a closer reach, you will pick it up and tend to binge on it more. So keep them out of sight, you know, as they say, out of sight, out of mind. So try and keep those foods away from your sight. Uh, also, uh, so yeah, we understand the importance of eating. We understand the importance of exercising the, uh, regularly. But there's also a, a great importance of actually talking about it, talking about to people, talking about to your friends. So what is uh, what is that we as a community can do for ourselves and for uh, people around us to actually talk about it, talk about mental stress. Uh, talk about not feeling well, not feeling, not being okay all the time. Right. No, definitely. You mentioned a very important point here. Communication is key. You know, uh, many times we find people they're not able to find or pinpoint what they're going through. Many a times we feel that okay, we're stressed. We're internally going through these feelings, but we're not able to pinpoint. You know, you might be like, I don't know. I'm feeling low, but I know the reason behind it. So it's very important to be in an environment that is conducive. As family members or friends around you, they should be supported. You know, they should recognize these symptoms, and they should know as well how to help you out. And as a person, also on an individual level, the, the the least you can do for yourself is to try and explain yourself, to try and communicate it to your friends and family. You know, because the if, if you're going to vent out those emotions, you know, if you're going to deal with those emotions. That's how you're going to deal with your, you know, your stress levels, your anxiety. You know, no problem will be solved if you're just going to keep it within yourself. One day those feelings will get suppressed, suppressed, suppressed. It will come out like a spring. You know, you literally have like you know, uh, like an outburst of these feelings. So it's better to not kind of keep it all bottled up inside of you. It's better to try and communicate and try and tell your family members. Try and try to tell your friends. There's a big stigma attached to opening up. So I'm not saying that you tell everybody around you, but have those two or three people, those who are very close to you, those who can confide in you. Know, those things, those people can definitely help you out to recognize these feelings. So, if I had to ask you uh, about three things that you would like to tell uh, to start from now, if they are facing any mental stress or anxiety, three things or three changes in their lifestyle that they should start doing from now that will help them get rid of all these feelings and emotions. Right. So, I think number one would be to start being mindful. You know, the word mindful is so overused, but you know, I can't stress the importance of being in tune with yourself. Be aware of what you are doing. Be, be in the present. It's very important to not think, as I mentioned earlier as well. To be present in the moment is the most important thing. The minute we start thinking about the future or the past, that these feelings of stress and anxiety are triggered. Okay. So the simplest thing is to be aware of your, you know, present moment. To live in the moment and not overthink about either the future or the past. I think secondly, I would say is to keep a well balanced, you know, your your meal timings and your your entire day should be filled with good amount of protein, fiber, 
you know eat well balanced meals and space them out in a way space them out in a way that you're not leaving yourself deprived okay the more you're going to deprive yourself or starve yourself your energy levels will be super low and you will tend to pick up whatever you see in front of you so have at least keep a gap of 2 to 3 hours and have sustained well balanced meals throughout the day and i think third thing i would say is sleep because sleep affects not only our stress hormones it affects our hunger hormones it it is deeply connected to our entire biochemical you know uh, pathway so i think it's extremely important to keep your sleep levels get a good quality 7 to 8 hours of sleep at night because that will go it will really really help you in the long run you know i think these three things if you keep in check you know and your gut health as i mentioned that's you people don't realize your gut health also is very very important when it comes to your stress levels so have good amount of prebiotics and probiotics as i told you yeah so good amount of vegetables green vegetables fiber you know uh, your buttermilk your yogurt all of these will really support your gut health which in turn will keep you calm you won't have those jittery nerves okay that's right so uh, how do you think that uh, ayurveda can help our viewers to actually uh, uh, deal with stress and anxiety right so you know in ayurveda the, the the little that i have read about and learned is that there are two herbs that are very very important when it comes to stress one is ashwagandha and that is something that i personally tell my clients as well. and i can't tell you the importance of ashwagandha you know it's so good because ashwagandha in the herb form and the powder form when people use it in warm water with little bit of cinnamon or any other herb you know or spice when you put it in warm water and have it before bedtime you get good quality sleep so for all those who have sleep problems insomnia ashwagandha calms you down and it's an extremely good adaptogen to help with stress levels secondly i would say is brahmi i think we have heard of brahmi oil also but brahmi as a herb is extremely good because again you know the whole herb as well will keep your stress hormones in check so these two herbs in my opinion are extremely important and if you can have it in probably a supplement form or in a powder form nothing like it okay Okay, Karina. I think uh, we have uh, tried to answer most of the questions. One last question that I would want to yes. ask you is: uh, What tip or what suggestions would you like to give to uh, cope uh, with this these crazy times and to actually just you know uh, be healthy, be fit, and take care not just uh, emotionally but physically, mentally, and everything included as a whole? What do you want? What tips do you want to give? Yeah, I think the 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 most important tip, as I as I said, you know, uh, be aware of your feelings. Have a good support system around you. You know, it's very important to have people who are supportive. Those who are there, those who are going to be, you know, uh, you know, uh, like ha- having your back. People who are going to be there for you no matter what. You know, it's important to communicate your feelings. Second, uh, thirdly, I would say it's very important to eat good, well balanced meals. Um, Earlier, I mentioned as well. You know, a well-balanced meal is what includes protein, fiber, and complex carbohydrates. So, a well-balanced meal has all these three macronutrients, right? 
maybe take a multivitamin supplement if that's going to help you as well you know there are many in the market right now that is going to give you the essential micronutrients as well you know as i mentioned magnesium you know even tryptophan is a very important amino acid which helps in serotonin which is our you know happy hormone so all these are extremely important getting good quality sleep you know exercising a little bit every day whether it's half an hour or even 40 minutes even some deep breathing for that matter 15 to 20 minutes some people you know we, we can't step out right now even just put on some music some some soothing music on youtube and just you know uh, listen to it for 15 minutes even that's really good to calm you down you know so i think simple things just keep it extremely simple thank you for your time and thank you for such an interesting having me on board thank you abhi Take care, take care. Take care, have a good evening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dr. Vedya's Heal at Home. Until the next episode, we'd love to hear back from you for questions, feedback or anything else. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Vedya's and we'd love to have a chat with you. And if you like what you heard, then don't forget to press the subscribe button and do share it with your friends and family. We're nothing without our listeners.